Yo, yo, we are back at it again. Yo, it is episode 10. I am so, so excited. I made it to 10 episodes. It's, you know, doing a podcast, is it's, it's fun. It's, it's a challenge. It's definitely a test of your consistency and your discipline. And, you know, kind of just making sure you do everything you're supposed to do and come up with content. It's like, I think it's a true testament to the fact that when you say you're going to do something, even if you don't know exactly how you're doing it, just go forward and do it. And so I want everybody, before you we get into this topic, because I think this is a really good one, and I try to give you guys ones that are always good. But before we get into it, I want everybody to just please take a second and just review the the podcast. If it's five stars, cool. If it's one, it's cool. It's cool. I'm, I'm, you know, it, it is what it is. But I feel like if you're with me for 10 episodes now, I guess I'd like to believe that you're enjoying it. So if you are enjoying it, I ask that you just leave me a review, you know, write out something, whether it be words of encouragement or something I could do better or whatever, you know what I mean? Just, sh- you know, show some love, show some support, um, whether it be on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or maybe if it's through the Buzzsprout. And then what I want you to do is I want you to subscribe to it. I want you to share it, send it to three friends. Like, please just do this right now. Cause if you guys wait, you're going to get into the podcast and you're going to be, you know, thinking about stuff and then you're just going to completely forget. So just right now go to share, share it with like five of your friends and be like, yo, listen to this. I thought it was pretty dope. You know, I think you should listen to it. And also holler at me, you know, let me know what you guys are thinking. You know, you guys can reach out to me on my IG sells JP or sells speaks. Right. S-E-L-Z speaks S-E-L-Z-J-P, you know, tag me in your stories when you guys are listening to it. I appreciate the support. It, it keeps me going. It's very enjoyable. All right. All right. All right. Let's get into it. So for the 10th episode, I thought I would focus on something that has been the most important and most pivotal aspect of my life. The thing that I attribute all my success to the thing that is the key to everything that I am doing and how I am able to do it. And that is being able to hear God's voice. And that is a question that I hear all the time. It's a question that, you know, people have, you know, expressed to me. And it's something that you hear a lot, you know, and people are always kind of searching for that. Like, how do you hear God's voice? And so, you know, I mean, some people, you know, the skeptics, they don't think it's possible. They think it's just all in your head. Um, me, I'd like to think I'm a very logical person, very even keeled. So I'm never one to just jump and run and believe in something. So if I do believe in something it's because I probably tested it and put it through trial by fire. And so for me, I can only speak from my own experience, but what I can do is share with you guys how I was able to kind of achieve a relationship with God, where I hear God speak to me. And when I say I hear God speak to me, it's like the way I'm talking to you, the way I'm talking to my friend, that's how I hear God speak to me. Like, audibly not in the sense like i'm in a room and i hear a voice around the corner and i'm like oh god all right you're in the living room like no it's i hear god speaking to me in a sense where it's like you know i guess you could say he's speaking to me in my mind but it's like i know what my mind sounds like i know what you know negative and thoughts of the enemy sound like and i know what god's voice sounds like so i'm gonna share with you guys my my, i don't want to say system but how i was taught you know, how to achieve that. And again, this is something that, again, I live, some people may be skeptical and that's okay, but this is something that has proved tried and true because whenever I have listened to that still small voice, things have worked out for me. And whenever I have not listened to that voice, things have not worked out. So, you know, I also like to introduce my, my guest 
uh, on the podcast, my son, Saphir, you know, I told you guys, I'm always going to keep this natural. So I let my little man make his noise sometimes. And usually I try to do this a little earlier, but he's up right with me. So you guys are going to hear his ad libs <laughs> as I go on. So getting back to it, hearing God's voice. Okay. How do you do it? It starts with a desire. That's really how anything that we want or anything we want to achieve in life begins. It starts with a desire. You have to want something. You have to want to lose weight. You want to, you have to want to be wealthy. You have to want to be a better spouse. You have to want to be smarter. It starts with a desire. You have to want something. And now when you want something, it now becomes revealed to you on how to achieve that. So for me, I wanted and I, t- I, I started praying and I literally wanted to hear God's voice. I would read the Bible and I read stories about, you know, Daniel and really primarily David. David is the, the, the Bible character I I feel like I'm most closely aligned to. And so I would read stories about David and how he would speak to God. And I said, Lord, I want to talk to you and I want to hear you the same way David heard you. I want that for myself. Like, I don't want to just keep reading the Bible and hear about these stories of all these people who do amazing things and live these amazing lives and had these amazing relationships with you. And I'm just looking at them like, oh, wow, must be nice. Like, no, I wanted that for myself. So I genuinely, genuinely wanted to speak and to hear from God. And I was specific about it. I said to God, I want to hear you the same way I hear my friend talk to me. I want to hear you audibly. I want to hear you the way David heard you. And it was coming from an honest place of like, I don't have no ulterior motives. I'm not trying to, you know, hear you so I can get lottery numbers or hear you so you can help me spit game to some girl. No, like I it was like, Lord, I want to be closer to you. And it's like when you look at the Bible, right, it says you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So it's like I my, my I genuinely like deeply wanted to like, yo, I want to talk to God like I really want to hear him. And it was a real strong desire of mine. And I was like, I feel like there's so much more in my life I can, can do better and, 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 and grow in if you're leading me. And for those who know me, I live by the verse Proverbs 3, 5, 6, which is trust in love with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways. Acknowledge him and he will direct thy path. And I thought that that would be a whole lot easier. It's a whole lot easier to direct my path if I can hear you talking to me. It's like your GPS. You could follow it. But when the thing is saying, turn left, turn right, keep straight, it's easier. You know what I mean? And that's just where I was. And I was like, look, I want to hear you because now, it, you know, it can go deeper. It's not just conversations for direction. It can be just conversations of just like, you know, understanding mankind better, understanding, you know, certain things that I would never be privy to, like, the conversations I've had with God have been crazy. You know what I mean? So much so that sometimes I question my own sanity. But when I go back and look over the information, it, it's legit. There's nothing I can say or do. So I say that to say, you know, it started with a desire. I genuinely wanted to talk to God. And I asked God for that. And I said, I'm going to hold God to it. Because there's so many verses where it's like Proverbs eight seventeen. I love those who love me and those who seek me diligently find me. Jeremiah 33, call to me and I will answer you and I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not known. You know what I mean? Um, 1 John 5, 14, it was like, and in this confidence that we have towards him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. You know what I mean? That other verse, uh, it might be in James, I could be um, quoting it wrong, but forgive me. But um, the one that says... um, you know, whatever you ask of me, I'll give it to you as long as it's within, as long as it's according to my will. You have not for you ask not. And if you have not, it's because you ask amiss. 
And asking amiss means you're asking something for selfish intentions. And I was like, look, Lord, I'm asking for a better relationship with you. I'm asking to talk to you. So that can't be me asking amiss because I'm asking for a better relationship with you. And so I'm kind of really emphasizing the desire and the place that it came from because that's how it starts. And your foundation and how you begin this journey is really going to make a big difference as you go through the process. If you're on some, yo, Lord, I just need stuff from you and whatever, whatever, like you're going to get frustrated real quick because hearing God is not like this wake up one day and boom, you got it. No, it takes time to develop that relationship just like with anybody else so the desire coming from a a a pure place coming from a a longing of just wanting to be closer with god not because i wanted something not because i needed something but i just genuinely wanted to be closer to god right and so when i was when i had that desire and i prayed for it and i held god to his promises and it was like yo you said come boldly before the throne you said if i ask you're gonna give it to me as long as you know according to your will you can't tell me me hearing your voice and me growing closer to you is not according to your will because it is bible says it left and right so as we kept going god was like i bet i got you and so i had to be taught and i had to learn how to hear god's voice And so I'm going to share with you some of these lessons. And the first one was creating the environment and creating the environment doesn't mean that if you're at a club, you can't hear God speak to you. Or if you're somewhere doing something you shouldn't be doing, you can't hear God speaking to you because on the contrary, you will hear God telling you, hey, don't be there or don't do this or you shouldn't be there. It's not like God has limits to where he can be. Now, what will happen is if you continuously just ignore him and never listen, his voice just becomes a little bit more dimmer. It's like if you practice ignoring God, you'll get good at it. You'll get good at ignoring his voice. But it's not like he's not talking. You know, something I like to say is God's always talking, but we're not always listening. So we feel like God is silent, but it's like, nah, he's been talking. He's been saying the same thing. And a lot of times if you're asking God what you should do and you're not getting an answer, nine times out of ten, it's probably do the last thing I told you. You didn't take care of the last thing, so what am I going to tell you a new thing for? Go back and do the last thing I told you, and then we can have this com- we can continue this conversation. It's got to be two-way. So it was creating the environment. And what that meant was I had to start being privy to conversations that I was having with people, things that I was listening to, the distractions that I was entertaining. I learned that I had to create space, right? Not because God wasn't talking to me, but because I was listening to too many things around me. You know what I mean? Too many distractions. There's too much noise. It's like, okay, you're trying to have a conversation with God, but you you out here listening to music that's not really helping you focus on God's voice. You know what I mean? You're trying to talk to God, but you're working and, and your mind is 10,000 places. And you're in the same way that they talk about meditation where it's like quiet yourself. It's that same space where it's like you quiet everything. You allow your mind to just kind of relax and focus on um, just being still. And now this is different to meditation because meditation is kind of an inward thing where you're kind of just listening to yourself. But speaking to God, is, it's not you talking to yourself. And for those who have spoken to God and who have that kind of relationship, they understand. For those who don't, I understand this might sound a little crazy. It is what it is. This is for those who can benefit from it. But meditation is stilling your mind, stilling yourself and looking inward. Speaking to God is stilling yourself, but allowing God to speak to you externally. You're learning things you didn't know. You're having conversations with information that's being shared that you were never privy to. You're getting a perspective you've never had, right? And you're and things are being revealed to you that you would have never known or no one could have ever told you. So it's creating the environment. 
So whether that be that, you know, in the morning you wake up 30 minutes earlier, you know, read your Bible, put your mind, your mind frame, your mind in that frame of mind or yeah, put yourself in that frame of mind, go on a walk with the intention of just, all right, Lord, it's just me and you right now. Like, you know, what's the plan for the day? What are we trying to do? You know what I mean? Create time. The same way you call a friend, you know, if, if you call a friend and while you guys are on the phone, you're just doing a thousand things, they could be talking to you, telling you a whole bunch of things, but you're not hearing them. So it works the same way. It's like if you're, to, if you're going to call God, you can't be doing 50 million things and then things that are contrary, things that are pulling your attention away from him, things that are, you know, distracting you and, and, and bring you all. No, you have to create that intentional time, that intentional space where it's just you and God. And, and by doing that consistently, you'll learn to quiet the noise, to quiet your distractions, to quiet your doubts, to quiet your fears, to quiet all the things just pulling at you, taking that focus away. You'll learn to quiet them all down, and then you'll be able to start to hear and feel that still small voice. And then the next, the next aspect is to be patient and listen. And what that means is like, you know, a lot of times when people pray, we pray, we pray, we pray. Once we're done talking, we hang up and we're done. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And remember, prayer is not sending your wish list to God. Prayer is a conversation. And a lot of times with prayer, we're having these one-sided conversations with God where it's like we just talk at God, say a thousand things, and once we're done saying a thousand things, we get up the line, we're done. And it's like, nah, sometimes leave room in your prayers to just be quiet and see how God responds. Because sometimes the things that you're praying for, God could really genuinely answer it within that prayer. And that's that's how it was with David and them. That's how it was when they was praying. Like they would say, you know, Lord, shall I go up? And God was like, yeah. It wasn't, Lord, shall I go up? Let me know. Thank you, Jesus. All right, bye. No, like God answers in real time if you allow him to and if you give him the space to and if you're willing to listen. So sometimes within our prayers, we just got to slow down a little bit and be like, all right, Lord, talk to me. And just kind of sit there in silence and, and give God, the space to talk to you because God ain't going to force himself upon you. God is a gentleman, so he has to be invited in and we have to be welcoming, and open and be willing to listen to him. And again, just like in every conversation, if I'm talking to somebody and all I'm doing is talking, 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 I never give you room to grow. I mean, you know, room to talk back. One, I don't want to talk to you because you never let me talk. Two, you're never going to hear what I have to say. So give room for God to speak to you, even within your prayers. The next one is learn how to differentiate your voice, the enemy's voice and God's voice. And this is a very important thing because the reality is that we hear our voices all the time. We hear negative voices in our minds that encourage us to do things that we probably shouldn't be doing. And we'll hear God's voice that will encourage us to do things we should be doing that will speak to us, you know, depending on the levels of our relationship with him in various ways. And and reality, too, is I'm, I'm specifically talking about hearing God's voice in the audible manner in which I've developed that relationship with God. But for some people, God talks to people in different ways. Some people it's dreams. Some people it's through other people. Some people it's through random signs. Some people it's songs, right? And that's perfectly okay. It's not a one size fits all. But for me, I specifically ask to hear him in a specific way. And that's the way I'm explaining to you now. But it doesn't mean that if God doesn't talk to you in the way that he speaks to me, you know what I mean? He's never going to talk to you. Nah, he just may speak to you in a different way. And if you want to genuinely speak to him this this way and hear him in an audible way, you just got to work at it. But it's very important to, to be able to dif- differentiate because once you really start to grow and, and hear God speaking to you, you're going to notice like there's other voices that say things to you. 
You know, you're going to hear the voices in your mind that, you know, your voices of fears, your voices of doubt, you know, the concerns that you're thinking about, the things that are running through your mind. Oh, what if this and that? And oh, I got to take care of this and da, 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 da. And then you're going to hear other voices, which kind of like are encouraging you to do things that ain't of God's will. You know, I had a conversation with my grandfather the other day and my cousin asked him, you know, how do you know if God's talking to you? And my grandfather's answer was anything that was within God's will. I know that's God talking to me and anything that's not is not his it's not him talking to me and i half agreed with that because i thought about abraham and abraham was so tight with god that when god spoke to him and told him to kill his kid he still knew that that was god talking to him like i ain't gonna front if if god hits me up right now i was like hey go kill your son i'm be like oh that's definitely not god talking to me like i know that's not god talking to me but abraham was so tight he was so close to God and knew God's voice so well that even when God told him something that was completely contradictory of his character and who he was, he still knew, yo, that's God talking to me. And as crazy as it is, I'm going to listen. I'm going to do what I got to do. So it's very important to be able to know how you sound in your mind, know how you know the enemy sounds in your mind, and know God's voice and be able to differ- differentiate them. Because it's going to happen and there's going to be moments when you're confused. And when those moments of confusion come, this is what leads to my next point. Test everything that you hear with the word and with God's character. Like the Bible says, you test every spirit by the spirit. So when you feel like God is talking to you and God has told you something, and it could be something simple as, hey, give this person money or do this or do that. Like, you know, I mean, test it. Be like, Lord, is this really you? Sometimes you may ask for confirmation. Sometimes you just need to pray a little bit more. Sometimes if you need more clarity, you just need to fast and pray. And fasting can be fasting from people, places, things, social media, food, whatever it is. But the purpose of fasting isn't to send your wish list to God and get it answered faster. It's not an express mail of prayer to God. Fasting is actually disciplining yourself and quieting your flesh, which is your your inner carnal desires. It's quieting and controlling and taming your flesh to allow even more room to hear God speak to you clearer. And we usually hear God speak to us clearer when our flesh is tamed because remember, the flesh and the spirit are always going back at each other. So for anybody who's not like Christian or really into, you know, me having a relationship with God, this may sound a little extra, but you know, it just, it just is what it is. And this is something that has led to a lot of the major successes in my life. So it's my life. I'm going to talk about it. So it speaks, right? And so the flesh, our carnal desires, our carnal thoughts is what's always clashing with, with the spirit, which is God speaking to us. And when we learn to tame our flesh, our flesh, our carnal desires, when we um, abstain from, you know, I mean, sex outside of marriage, when we abstain from doing things we shouldn't be doing and and we create the environment for God to hear us. Now it allows us to hear the spirit even more because we are not taming the flesh. But when we let the flesh run rampant, well, it's going to be the flesh that has the mic and that's doing all the talking, leading you to do things you shouldn't be doing. Oh, go to girl's house. And even though you're hearing, don't do it, don't do it. You still run out there and do, you know, whatever you're supposed to do because you're letting your flesh run rampant. So you must tame your flesh and that's what fasting is about to take control and really hone in and focus on shutting your flesh down so that now you can allow the spirit to speak to you even more clearly and now when the spirit does speak to you clearly you get the discernment to know whether what you were asking for or what you were seeking from god will be given to you will not be given to you or maybe it was just like you know a a sense of refocusing and replenishing and being refreshed and and you'll get these things and that's the purpose of it um And then here's the thing, right? Once you hear God speak to you, most important thing is follow through. 
You know, a lot of people say things like, oh, I want God to speak to me, but not realizing that that is a big responsibility once God grants you that. Because once God is speaking to you and you hear him talking to you, God ain't talking to you just to talk to you. It's like, oh, oh, you hear me now. Perfect. All right. I got work for you. Like, let's get to work. Let's let's get these things done. There's things that God has of us that he wants us to do. And it's like once that new level of relationship is unlocked, it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm just giving this to you just for kicks and giggles. It's like, no, I'm about to put you to work. I'm about to make you do what you got to do. So you got to understand asking for this, like they say, right? Great power comes with great responsibility. So asking God to speak to you audibly, it's with the intention that now that he can speak to you and you hear him even clearer, when you're walking past a homeless person and he's like, yo, give that person $500, it's with the intention that you will listen. It's that when you're somewhere and he's like, listen, I need you to go play in front of these people, go do it right now. It's with the intention that you would listen. Don't ask to hear God's voice if you have no intention of following through when he speaks to you. Because it's so important that you do. And that is the entire purpose of developing that kind of relationship and openness with God. See what I'm saying? So that being said, it's like, don't set yourself up uh, <laughs> to get in trouble with God when you don't need to. You know what I mean? And then the last part is, it just takes time. It's like any relationship, it grows with time and consistency. You know, if the more you do it consistency, the more you, you do it consistently, the stronger the relationship will grow. But you just got to stick with it. You got to stick with it and you got to be on top of it and just continue to grow with God, continue to allow your relationship with him to blossom, continue to make that time, continue to learn how to differentiate, continue to learn how to be patient and create space. And as you continue to repeat these things again and again and again and do them consistently, you'll find out that your relationship with God will grow and you're going to hear him clearer and clearer and clearer and clearer. And you test everything by by his word, by his character. And I promise you, you continue to follow through, it will grow. So. Listen, I'm just speaking from what I've lived and what I know, and I'm trying to give it to you guys in the best way that I can. So I hope you guys have been blessed. Again, appreciate you guys for rocking with me. This is episode 10. Hey, leave a review. Share this with a friend. Don't forget, share this with a friend. Share this with a homie. You know, let's continue to expand the movement and do our thing. I appreciate you guys. I love y'all for the support. All right. See you in the next 10. All right.